Hello, welcome back, Misfits, and welcome back to a new episode. Today, we're starting a new thing again. Again. Yeah. Um, We hope that you enjoyed our Misfit conversations last week. Um, That's a new thing that we're doing, and they're going to keep coming. And uh, hopefully one of the one of the topics interests you and you'll listen to it. Yeah. And if you have ideas that you think, hey, this would be kind of cool to talk about, like, let us know, send us a message or something. But we have a few topics that we've, you know, talked about off offline yeah. or whatever it's called, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> off screen. I don't know. When the mic wasn't um, hot. That, you know, we kind of plan to uh, talk about. So, yeah, let us know. Yeah. Today we are um, starting a new series and it's about dreams and visions. Um, and if you're familiar with the Bible, there's a lot of men in there that have had dreams and visions, mm-hmm. and most of them are confusing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about probably one of the most popular ones, I guess. Yeah, we'll kick it off with a popular one. Yes. And we're going to talk about the um, the vision or the dreams that Joseph has. Um, Joseph, a.k.a. Joseph in his robe. Joseph the dreamer. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just an FYI, uh, God still speaks through dreams and visions. The Bible says in Joel 2, 28, he's speaking to the Israelites about repentance and it reads, then after doing all those things, repenting, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams and your young men will see visions. And so, um, God still speaks to dreams mm-hmm. and visions. He yeah, definitely does. Absolutely. And I, I, uh, I heard this, I don't know when it was, but I was watching a sermon or something and I was, um, I was one of those people that I was like, man, I don't dream because you hear it. I don't know if this is true. I don't know that much about the brain, but it's like, everyone says that everyone always dreams, but yeah. that you just don't remember. Right. Yeah. So I'm in the category of those people that would always say like, yo, I either don't have dreams which sounds kind of sad but like you know sleep dreams um or i just don't remember them Mm -hmm. and i remember watching this sermon and it it, the pastor was basically saying that sometimes there are things that can block your dreams you need to stop saying that you don't get dreams or you don't have dreams or let yourself be open to them yeah exactly 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 so i have to it's a conversation i have to have with god and i have to repent for it and i'm like i'm sorry um (laughs) but also give me dreams like i want cool dreams and stuff you know like reveal to me things and dreams and he has he has i wouldn't say I've had like a ton but he definitely has yeah so uh and with that we're gonna go into our first dreamer of the bible is joseph so you probably heard him being referred to as joseph the dreamer in sermons and for good reason um he had two big dreams that changed his entire life and yeah. like literally the life of his family yeah, for that yeah. Matter. yeah basically everybody's so for those who don't know or would like a refresher joseph is jacob's son and jacob is abraham's grandson right yes so that's his lineage yeah we're um this is this is just specifically like ot i'm saying old testament season one yeah if you get that leave a comment (laughs) on instagram don't miss out on season one exactly don't miss out on season one season one is important you can't understand season two unless you you watch season one they go together it doesn't seem like it at first but But they they definitely do yeah just (laughs) exactly so joseph was said to be jacob's favorite son because he had him at an old age with the wife he loved the most rachel he had another wife named leah but that's another story for a different day mm-hmm. that is man we should talk about that story we never talked about it yeah we probably do the probably how do. he got bamboozled yeah <laughs> we'll circle back to that yeah exactly sure, we'll circle sure. back put a pin in it yeah hold us accountable because <laughs> we will forget <laughs> you have no idea how many things we've Writing talked about no, doing no. and we just don't do because we don't write it down but yeah. we've learned our lesson we've gotten better but yeah we have, there have been 
many an idea that we're like oh, yeah we had some good ones last time what was it uh-huh. what did we talk about um uh, we wanted to remind you that we've already recorded an episode on joseph and it's episode 30 it's called joseph and the robe if you want some more context um you can definitely check that out and then come back to this one because mm-hmm. that might help uh so to give some backstory this favoritism did not sit well with his many brothers in fact they kind of hated him for it yeah, so yeah. given this context let's get into the dreams and like we said this is old testament we're in genesis 37 verses 5 through 11 and the bible says one night joseph had a dream and when he told his brothers about it they hated him more than ever listen to this dream he said we were out in the field tying up bundles of grain suddenly my bundle stood up and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine his brothers responded so you think you will be our king do you do you actually think you will reign over us and they hated him all the more because of his dreams and the way he talked about them soon joseph had another dream and again he told his brothers about it listen i have had another dream he said the sun moon and 11 stars bowed low before me this time he told the dream to his father as well as his brothers but his father scolded him what kind of dream is that he asked will your mother and i and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you but while his brothers were jealous of joseph his father wondered what the dreams meant there is so much in that so much so much because like if i have this dream and i go to someone who i seemingly love and trust yeah yo i dreamed this and then they like the bible tells us that they hated him yeah. more and they even like you got mad know at him. they weren't like keeping this cool calm face and they yeah. didn't say anything yeah. back or stormed off or whatever and then you decide to go again and do it again yeah you know what I they didn't speaks, receive it that well but I i'm gonna try again. To his immaturity like he was young yeah so i think like he still loves them and they're still his family so he's like i'm gonna share my dream again and it's like <laughs> boy did you not learn and then this time i'm gonna tell more people because i'm gonna tell dad too (laughs) and it's like oh you're so naive yeah like this time they'll like it and it's worse (laughs) yeah that's funny but we do that don't Uh, we yeah yeah god gives us words and we tell people and they were like offended because they didn't receive them well or yeah that's something that i pray which is a complete side note but you know how mary (laughs) says that jesus did stuff and then she kept them in her heart yeah yeah that's i've prayed that because i'm not good at it so i'm like god help me keep things in my heart like sometimes i don't need to to say anything help me keep yeah help me like mary oh (laughs) okay so now listen if i was hearing this for the first time it sounds crazy like it does it sounds like a crazy dream it's like bundles of things and it's just like what are you even talking about so put yourself in one of the brothers places or even his dad for what they understood about this dream they were all going to serve him at some point overall he was the second youngest son yet according to this dream he was going to be in a position to be over his family his brothers were like nah thanks yeah, like you're crazy i mean they even said like you think you're gonna be king like you're, you're literally a child like, you're crazy no, thank you're a kid yeah and at that time which now is still a thing too but like at that time mm-hmm. the the um like the ages the hierarchy of the children oh, yeah, especially since we're, they were all men mm-hmm. there's a firstborn which is like the one that receives everything yeah. and then there's like you know it just gets lesser and lesser as you keep right. going like david david was the runt that's why everybody was in the house yeah. and he was dealing with and the that's why they presented all of his older exactly. brothers first so like, like it has to be one exactly it's like yeah. wait do you have another one or oh i mean sort of he's outside <laughs> he's like the runt he's exactly the so that's he's, exactly that's what yeah. joseph was too um thank you holy spirit that was a good parallel um so i don't think joseph or any of his family could have fully understood the dream because it hadn't happened yet but we do know they were very offended absolutely yes um so unfortunately for young joseph the hate that his brothers had for him combined with his unwelcome dreams almost got him murdered and actually got him sold into slavery 
So after he sold, we start seeing Joseph's faith and obedience through his life as he continues to be met with obstacles. Um, so when he gets sold into slavery, he was only 17 years old. And now he's in a strange place away from his home. But God had a plan for sure. So Joseph finds favor with the person that actually purchases him. And that person's name is called Potiphar. So Potiphar is the captain of Pharaoh's guard and puts Joseph in charge of his house. Um, shout out to, to Pharaoh because we know what that means and we yeah. know who he is and all the things make sense because of that last series we did that I don't know what it's called. Um, so all goes well until unfortunately Joseph gets accused of trying to sexually assault Potiphar's wife, which in reality was the other way around. Yeah. She wanted him and he ran away from her as to, you know, not sin, right. but they didn't believe him and he gets thrown into jail instead instead of being killed which is probably what would have happened to someone mm -hmm. that's a servant serving in this very powerful man's house right. or you want to sleep with my wife blah 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 mm -hmm. typically even if it was an accusation he would have just gotten killed right yeah because right. they would they believed her mm -hmm. and so naturally they would have just been like oh you're just a servant so right it's we can get another one yes, yeah absolutely yeah. but that doesn't happen he just gets placed in jail mm -hmm. so uh, the bible says in genesis 39 22 years go by and joseph continues to find favor with god and we see he is placed in charge of all prisoners so even while in jail god raises him up in leadership before long the warden put joseph in charge of all other prisoners and over everything that happened in the prison so that's amazing yeah he like, gets exalted again yeah again right? yeah like, he's again put in a really like tough situation where you're like oh man he's like in jail like mm -hmm. that's pretty low right based on where he was but you see that again god raises him up even in the situation that he's in so, yeah, yeah yeah which at the time i mean if you look at it being in it it might not look like you're being exalted yeah. because <laughs> you went from this fancy mansion mm -hmm. to a pit literally like yeah, a prison basically well a pit the second time because he yeah. was in a pit the yeah. first time but in retrospect god's hand was over him the whole time yeah um so the next big thing that happens was that he had two prisoners who each had a dream but didn't know what they meant here we find out that not only was joseph given dreams but god gifted him with the ability to interpret dreams as well yeah so he interprets these dreams and we're not gonna talk about them because we're not talking about their dreams we're talking <laughs> about joseph's dream um but he interprets them and basically one was a good thing the other one was a bad thing mm -hmm. and everything plays out exactly like joseph said the only thing Joseph asks in return is to be remembered so he could be let out of prison. So he was like, hey, yeah. you know, I interpreted these dreams. I did you a solid right. in the can. And they came true. Um, and they came so, true. Yeah. Hey, remember me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to get out of here. So, yeah. like, put in a good word for me. Exactly. And, yeah, that's Whoever all Whoever lets the people out, tell them. Yeah. Tell them Joseph yeah. is a good tell guy. Them who, tell them who helped you. Exactly. Thank you. Um, unfortunately, the man forgets and Joseph remains in prison. Yeah. Poor Joseph. He stays there. Um, and years go by again. <laughs> And now the Pharaoh has a dream, which is another dream, right? Mm -hmm. um, and he needs interpretation of, of this dream. And so finally, the man who, you know, Joseph has said, hey, remember me. He finally remembers him. And so he's like, hey, I know a guy. So they bring Joseph out of prison and he interprets two dreams that the Pharaoh had. And both dreams are actually related to mean that they there would be great prosperity in Egypt for seven years. And then it would be followed by seven years of famine. And so the dreams were a warning of what was to come and how they needed to prepare. So Pharaoh can tell that Joseph is filled with the spirit of God and then puts him in charge and gives him the position of leadership. And so now again, you know, he's taken out of prison and God elevates him again, right? He puts him in leadership again to, to be in charge of this. And so now we get closer to 
what Joseph's dream is and kind of the fulfillment of it. So Joseph is now in charge and when the famine comes, everyone has to go to Egypt to buy grain, which includes his family, the ones that abandoned him and sold him. They also have to go to Egypt to buy grain. And so we, we see this as part of the dream where he would be in leadership, right? So God's fulfilling this, um, like, hey, you're gonna be ruler over, over people. And so he is, he's in leadership and he's overseeing all the grain and the food and of all the land. And so now his brothers then have to go to Egypt to buy food. And this is where we see the dream fulfilled, right? Like the brothers coming to him and asking him. So we see in Genesis 42 verses eight through 11, it says, although Joseph recognized his brothers, they didn't recognize him. And he remembered the dreams he had about them many years before. He said to them, you are spies. You have come to see how vulnerable our land has become. No, my Lord, they exclaimed, your servants have simply come to buy food. We are all brothers, members of the same family. We are honest men, sir. We are not spies. So again, they're recognizing him as Lord, right? And then they're saying, hey, we're your servants. Yeah. So this happens. And then later on, he calls for his father also to be brought over um, to live with him. And uh, since he is the master of all this land and the famine, of course, has destroyed a lot of the land around the area and where his family is from, he asks them, hey, you can come and live with me and mm -hmm. I can take care of you. Right. Um, so th then we see the dad coming over and also being part of it. So we see in Genesis 45, four through eight, it says, please come closer, he said to them. So they came closer and he said again, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into slavery in Egypt. But don't be upset and don't be angry with yourselves for selling me to this place. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. This famine that has ravished the land for two years will last five more years and there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God has sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive and to preserve many survivors. So it was God who sent me here and not you. And he is the one who made me an advisor to Pharaoh, the manager of his entire palace and the governor of all Egypt. So here we see like he's recognizing that even though he went through all this different stuff and his brothers in their hate or whatever sold him, he, he understands like God had a greater purpose mm -hmm. and it wasn't like their actions that really led him to where he's at. It was like, no, God needed to do all these things in order to put me where I am. And so he's showing them, you know, like, hey, don't, like, guess don't be mad at yourselves or like, under, like, I understand what God's plan was bigger than what y'all did to me. Right. Which is crazy because yeah. it makes me see now, um, which I've never seen this before. Like, obviously his mind was being transformed through all of it. Yeah. Because yeah. although he was being exalted multiple times, it's just like, he did, sp he spent a lot of time alone, right? Yeah, he, like, yeah, he was absolutely. in the pit, he was in prison, he was a slave. Like, I don't know if he was around a lot of people, if he had, um, cause it, they didn't have a Bible like we have now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like what did he have memorized? that he mm -hmm. kept repeating to himself what did jacob what did he have teach him to? right what did jacob teach him that he was continuously praying or, or saying to himself yeah, or yeah. whatever so Being it's incredible yeah it's incredible to think about like what was his self-talk yeah to be able to get through those moments and also as you were reading this verse or verses it's 45 mm -hmm. uh four through eight it sounds repetitive yeah like he was emphasizing so hard, like, yo, yeah. I want you to know it, it had nothing to do with mm -hmm. you. This was God trying to not only transform him, yeah. but protect you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So it's, he it's knew great. This, this time was going to come. Mm -hmm. And he's like, y'all don't understand it, but God needed to prepare me so that I can be in this position to help you. Yeah, which and is it's crazy because there's like, could have been um, so bitter. Yeah, there's like a few verses before this. Um, if you read it, it's like he's mad at them, right? I mean, it's human and he's like, you sold me and he kind of like, he's nice to them, but he also like 
tricks them right into like thinking like oh you you stole from me mm-hmm. and like i think you're, i mean even in the verses we did read like you're spies like yeah. he tries to kind of like make them feel bad but it lasts so short because yeah. quickly he's like no i can't make them suffer like this like and he recognizes like yeah i'm mad at you and i want to get back at you but really ultimately like this was god's plan so i'm not gonna stand here and like keep harassing y'all um i'm gonna tell you who i really am and why i'm actually here and like it was actually god doing all of this yeah which is interesting because um, it was like um i think i read in the commentary that it says that he was trying to test their character mm-hmm. to see if they had changed yeah yeah which is interesting because it makes me think now if they had not changed would he have revealed himself to be yeah, their brother you know because it's just like if they were wicked maybe he wouldn't have yeah or yeah. he or god would have told him not to i don't know or but he had anyway, to wait longer yeah i never i never thought about it was that. gonna be seven years so he's like maybe yeah it maybe they need one the more year in the in the cooker <laughs> before their hearts are transformed yeah but yeah that that is interesting so yeah this is where we see that so there's just so much more to this story right but overall we just want to kind of highlight these things one god spoke to joseph through these dreams right he gave him these dreams even if he didn't understand him initially Mm -hmm. he gave him a dream and kind of an outcome like hey this is going to happen uh two we see joseph was faithful uh and god had favor over him we see that time and again you know things keep happening to joseph um but god keeps you know elevating him and putting him in in places and even when like you said he fell in pit again and again god still elevated him Mm -hmm. because he was faithful three god uses those obstacles for his purpose right we we even see that at the end when even joseph is like no this was all god Mm -hmm. so even in these obstacles like we see that it was all god's purpose and he was going to use those regardless to get joseph where he needed to be for his purpose for there is purpose in the waiting right he waited a long time there was uh many years between even you know he was 17 and then he waited a few years when he was working at potiphar's Mm -hmm. house and then in prison and anyways so there was a lot of waiting for joseph like you said a lot of alone time uh but there was purpose in that i'm sure like like you said like he had to prepare himself as well and understand like i have to just wait until it's god's time and then god can change your life in a matter of seconds yeah. like you know from one this moment to another he was sold and then from a mom- one moment to another he was put in jail and then from one moment to another he went to Potiphar. he was the second one in command in yeah. Egypt. yeah so it's crazy but he was faithful like his consistency is what got him there like mm-hmm. every day maybe didn't feel like that but it did change because he was consistent and faithful yeah to it's god. like being consistent um handling your seasons of transition well right mm-hmm. like like stewarding your season yeah, as best yeah. you can even though and nothing also, was happening like, yeah i'm still gonna be consistent and also um being good at uh transition and quick pivots right yeah, because yeah. the mentality that he had as the person in charge of jail was not the same person that he could be when he was second in command in Egypt. Right. Now right. he developed tools while he was in prison or whatever, but yeah. you can't talk to people the same. Right, right. Right. These aren't prisoners. No. These are people from the land that you're feeding now. So like handling these pivots, like imagine how quickly you have to change yeah. like not change, but adjust your mind to mm-hmm. where you are now from when you were thirty seven minutes ago. When right, you were right. in prison. Like, like I literally was insane. just behind bars. Yeah. And now here I am like helping the people. Yeah. Yeah. Very quickly. So yeah, so Joseph waited about 22 years for the dreams to be fulfilled. We see God transforming him throughout his life from a 17-year-old boy with dreams to a man now in charge of the most powerful nation of that time. And we also see that Joseph's brother's interpretation interpretation of the dream was incorrect, right? They're like, oh, are you going to be king? And no, that, you know, they, they didn't have that understanding. They thought Joseph was going to be like their boss and, and tell them what to do and all the stuff. Basically, like, are you going to be like a tyrant or something? But we see that it was actually for their benefit as well, right? Their protection and their overall well-being mm-hmm. that all of this happened and that 
that dream needed to be fulfilled. Yeah, yeah, I think um, Joseph shows us a lot, right? Yeah, and we, yeah. we've already been talking so much about <laughs> it, but I feel like two of the things that came to mind was number one, be careful to you tell the dreams mm -hmm. and visions that God gives you. Be careful who you tell them yeah. to. Yeah, use, use um, wisdom. Yeah, use wisdom. Ask God if you should share before mm -hmm. you say something. And then number two, that was that was from Joseph's perspective. Now, as the brother's perspective, mm -hmm. be careful that when someone give tells you and shares a dream and a vision with you, that you don't just poop all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, oh wait, so you're or, saying or you're gonna go be off this? Of your first sense. Yeah, or you're saying you're gonna be this. You're saying you're gonna be this. Like you don't know. Yeah. Um, you don't know what that looks like we can't begin to perceive what God is showing somebody else, even if it seems like really clear cut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just don't know. Mm -hmm. So like, like test the spirit, Hey, test the spirit. <laughs> yeah. But then if you feel like, okay, I feel like this is something that God would say or whatever, then just encourage your friend and just be there or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, don't, unless it's not in the Bible them, and it yeah. goes against the word of God, yeah. don't discourage your friend. If, if you do share your dream, if mm -hmm. God gives you a vision, a dream, um, and someone doesn't understand it or they kind of, you know, be like, Oh, you're crazy or something. Right. Right. Like, don't let that discourage you mm -hmm. like just because one person says like oh you're crazy or that's not from god or that would never happen or you know thinks oh no that's a negative thing like if you feel in your spirit that it is from god then you need to continue to you know bring it bring it to god and bring it to go your godly people around mm -hmm. you definitely don't, don't let for, one person go because they could have been having a bad day they like, could have be honest they could have they could be jealous uh, they yeah. could be offended like it could be a lot of things so, um yeah 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 and that, that reminds me of this thing i read and it was uh or i think i want to say that tim ross said it or something or anyway that's not important because i'm <laughs> like oh it. it was probably on instagram I'm like okay i'm going down a rabbit hole <laughs> the point that i'm trying to make is that it said be authentic with everyone but only be vulnerable with a few yes and yes. that's something that we have to keep in mind because i think that mm -hmm. we think authenticity and vulnerability are the same thing and they're right. not like yeah. be yourself with everyone but you don't have to share your heart with everyone right, right. um because you have to protect your heart but Absolutely. yeah so we hope that you enjoyed this episode and uh we'll be back with more dreams and visions that we sort of understand yeah, yeah we'll see listen and you'll, you'll find out yeah <laughs> you'll find out with us so, so just pray for us guys yeah exactly we'd appreciate <laughs> but it but thank you for listening so. exactly exactly thank you for listening um as always this is Fran. this is Yale. we are the midtown misfits and we will see you next week bye, bye.